do you know what a horse's normal resting heart rate is? You're about to find out in episode 24 of USHA On Course. I'm Teresa, and today I'm joined by Kylie Cohen, a USHA Horsemanship Quiz Challenge veteran. First, here are your USHA updates. Presidential election nominations are open. Senior active competing or senior education non-competing members in good standing are invited to nominate a candidate for USHJA president until May 1st at ushja.org election. We are pleased to announce two complimentary membership options for businesses and organizations supporting diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. Entities that meet their requirements will have the opportunity to apply for a complimentary one-time annual USHJA business membership or affiliate membership. Learn more and apply at ushja.org slash DEI resources. Finally, qualifying and application deadlines for competition programs are quickly approaching. Be sure to keep an eye on important dates and apply before it's too late. If Kylie Cohen doesn't hold the record for the most trips to USHJA's Horsemanship Quiz Challenge Nationals, she must be close. Kylie has put her equestrian knowledge to the test for years, attending nationals seven times with no plans of stopping. When she isn't studying equine anatomy or first aid, she competes as an adult amateur in all three rings. Tune in today as we chat with her about her experience in HQC and why she finds horsemanship so important. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. We'll kick it off. How were you first introduced to horses and got started riding? I'm going to be honest. I have no idea how I started like getting into horses. I think it was just like, like my love for animals. I've always had a ton of pets. I have like lizards and I've had fish. I just always loved animals. And I'm really lucky to have very, very nice parents. And I got my first horse before I had a barn to go to, before I'd done anything more than like two trail rides on Mackinac Island. Mm -hmm. So I just got into it because we bought my first horse and she's an ex-barrel racer and I turned her into a jumper and she's just perfect and lovely. So my perfect first horse kept me into horses, I guess. So what does riding look like for you now? So right now I have three horses and I'm a hunter jumper. I still have my first horse. She's semi-retired. And then I show my other two horses. I do the adult amateur hunters, the adult equitation with my thoroughbred. And then with my jumper, we just moved up to like the meter 10, meter 15 jumpers, which has been really exciting. I show pretty frequently in like the spring and summer And I also ride some of like the green horses for my trainer at home. So lots of, lots of riding and I love grooming and I also work at some local shows. So you are very familiar with the Horsemanship Quiz Challenge. You've been how many times? Oh my gosh. I think this number might be wrong. (laughs) At least six. I think you've been to nationals seven times. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised they keep letting me come back. <laughs> You're a veteran. I'm a veteran. I'm a repeat offender. But yeah, I 
like clearly I love the program. It's it's amazing. For anyone listening who maybe doesn't know what the Horsemanship Quiz Challenge is, can you summarize it for them? Yeah. So the challenge itself is a series of two online tests. I think they're both around like 100 questions. And so you'll take those tests at home and it just kind of covers everything. So many subjects that has to do with horses. There's a study guide, but like it goes from everything to like the horse anatomy to riding theory. So there's a lot in there. And then the top 24 in the nation, you'll go to nationals and there you will do like a written exam. And then you'll go through an identification room and you'll have to like look at things on a table and write down what they are. And then there's a practicum, which is where you apply like real, real life knowledge to like doing things with the horse, you'll have to maybe wrap a leg or tack a horse up or give a body score. So at nationals, you're scored on just everything. Mm -hmm. Having gone seven times, why do you love it so much? What keeps bringing you back to the program, keep doing it year over year? You know, I've thought about that a lot because I get very stressed out to take the test. I'm like, (laughs) why do I keep putting myself through this? But I mean, there's two big things that keep bringing me back. And one of the biggest things is I've made a lot of friends. It's so cool to go to this group of people who all have the same love and like like a thirst for knowledge for horses. And you learn a lot from, I mean, your competitors. You're competing, but you're also learning from each other. So I keep going back because there's a lot of people that will repeat go. But it's really wonderful to like make that connection and meet other horse people and learn from each other. And then the program is so amazing because it provides a lot of seminars or like clinics and stuff. So there is everything that ranges from like horse breeding to horse nutrition. There was the ride safe clinic. So not only are you going to test your knowledge and do your best, but you're also you're getting the benefit of just an amazing learning opportunity. Why do you personally think horsemanship knowledge and expanding that knowledge is so important? For me, I mean, I've always known that I wanted to go into horses professionally, and I really want to be an independent horsewoman where I can take care of my horses if I'm like the only one in the barn. If there's an emergency, I can act quick because, I mean, horses are horses. So as we know, they're going to get hurt. So that's one of the biggest things, I guess, is just being able to quickly react and take care of your horse in an emergency or just problem solving anywhere you are, like at a horse show, when you're shipping. So horsemanship knowledge, the basis for me is safety. And then to further yourself in the sport, you need to have knowledge. You need to know about horses and like how they work to keep them happy and healthy. And if you want to perform at the top of the sport, that's, of course, especially important. It's interesting, this sport, because we've turned like a outside animal that runs around a field all day, you know, roams hundreds of miles foraging into a top of the line athlete. So we have to do a lot to keep the horses happy because, you know, they are put in very unnatural situations. So that's another reason like horsemanship is so important. You just need to know everything you can about the horses, you know, nutrition, how their body works, everything you can so you can keep them top of the line and happy. You're obviously studying, you're taking these quizzes, you're doing well enough to go to nationals seven times. What are some things that you've learned that you use every day at the barn? So this year was especially, especially telling of my 
horsemanship quiz knowledge because my horse got kicked in the leg pretty high up on one of her front legs. Doing the practicum, I really kind of regimented myself on learning how to wrap. And, you know, that's very important to do correctly because you could really hurt your horse if you don't do it right. So this year, I've really had to apply my knowledge and my horse had to get surgery and I had to do a pretty intense stack wrap, pressure wrap. Like it was wild. So I'm really thankful that I've gone through this program because like my my barn isn't really big on wrapping until she got this injury, of course. So I've been able to apply what I've learned through HQC to my horse. And in doing so, I mean, she's healing great. And I'm really, really grateful that I've gotten the opportunity to push myself and learn things that I didn't know before. So like I said, like first aid, stuff like that, I've been able to apply it at the barn, which has been very, very good. Not that you want your horse to be injured, but it sounds like that was a good use of your knowledge from the program. I was honestly a little bit excited. I was like, whoa, <laughs> a great opportunity to practice rapping. <laughs> the first time I went to HQC Nationals, they were doing spider wraps. And I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't do that. I could not. Oh my gosh. Those are hard. I've never had to do that before. But yeah, those are hard. <laughs> Do you have a favorite topic to learn about? HQC really covers, like you said, everything from confirmation and conditioning, first aid, nutrition, riding theory. Through this time, have you had a favorite topic that you love the most? I think it changes for me depending on what knowledge I come with to nationals and also like what my horses are going through. So this past year, I think my biggest thing was like gut health and nutrition because I've really been kind of keeping an eye on like my horse's body score. I've got a couple horses with ulcers. And so I've been really curious as to like how I can help them through nutrition and keep their body up. And like, I've got horses from like all different ages. I've got a 24 year old and a 16 year old. So they're at different stages of life. They do different things. So nutrition has been really important to, you know, play it by horse and impact them positively. In the past, though, I love anatomy and confirmation. And we did this clinic where they brought in a dissected horse leg. And oh my gosh, the body kind of disgusts me. However, this was so (laughs) cool. We got to see like how all of the tendons layered on top of each other. And like we would flex the leg and see how they would like pull and move around. So it was really interesting to see how the inside of the body works. And it's, you know, especially important to think about that when we're jumping or doing whatever sport we're doing. It's not just jumper people that come to HQC. But so seeing how the inside of the body is functioning is really, really cool. And apply that to like what you're doing. So since I jump, you know, you think about how they land and seeing how that leg flexes and how everything works you know, you can imagine the strain that is going on with the horse. Mm -hmm. And we actually figured out, we think we figured out why this poor dissected horse leg, why the horse probably got put down because we found uh, this like fractured bone. It was like exploded into little glass bit. I'm sorry. It was really gross. But it was also really interesting, like just to see how the inside of the horse functions. So yeah, I guess in the past anatomy has been like one of my biggest things because that's just so cool how this giant animal works and like how we can make it do all of these things. I can't believe they jump as high as they do. 
It's just, <laughs> they're incredible animals. There's a lot of working parts, right? I mean, I think every horse owner knows when one part doesn't work, all of a sudden <laughs> panic sets in. I think we all get that. So how do you personally like to prepare for nationals? Are you like a flashcard girl? Are you like a rewrite notes kind of person? You really need to get hands on. How do you like to get ready for that every year? So the first year that I did it, it was really fun. We did like a big, a big group of my barn friends actually got in. It was like six of us and we made like our own little pony club. And so that was a great way to prepare. We had like our own ID room. I mean, we had no idea what to expect, but I think that was the best preparation I've ever done was like simulating, especially like the identification and getting hands on, like you said, and practicing wrapping and like practicing as much as you can from the study guide. In recent years, after kind of getting with the program, I, I'm a big Quizlet girl. I love Quizlet. It's great and it's quick. And, you know, studying is kind of hard during like the beginning of the school year. So that's a great quick way to kind of like do 15 minutes every day. That's what I've been doing. And it's it's worked out pretty well. I've been surprisingly impressed with how I've done on the tests. But yeah, so flashcards are great. And practicing in the barn. And another really great way is to ask your farrier and your vet. And your I mean, if you see your dentist, your horse dentist, not your real dentist, ask them a bunch of questions. And like, if you've got questions from the book, you know, don't leave it hanging. Go go ask the professionals that are around you. That's helped me a lot too. Yeah, all those resources are already coming to the barn and you just don't even realize it. Right. Over the years, do you have a favorite moment from all of your times at Nationals? Oh my gosh. I have to try <laughs> and remember. I, I mean, I've had the best times, I think, in recent years, like at the banquets. Another great part, you get close with the people you're competing with. I'm a social butterfly, okay? I've always really enjoyed just like mingling with the other competitors and the banquets are always so much fun. This past year, that was a really good time just to like see old friends. And like, again, everyone's talking about horses the whole time. It's awesome. It's like horse girl heaven. So I think the banquet this past year was my favorite time just because we were all together and just having a good time, having fun. And then I also love the last day where the horsemanship quiz people, we get to help the emerging athletes program at nationals on their last day. It's like the World Cup finals day. So my favorite, favorite moment was when the girl I was grooming for won. I was so proud. I just, <laughs> I had just met her and I was, I was grooming for her all day and she won. So yeah, I was like a proud mother. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It's cool that those two programs both cross over at nationals too. You know, they fit so well together. When you apply for EAP, you have to take the level one HQC quiz. So they've kind of dipped their toes into HQC as well. So it's definitely a cool crossover experience that kind of wraps up the year. Yeah, no, it's, it's wonderful. So you also were awarded the Sportsmanship Award last year, right? I was. And oh my gosh, I was very flattered. What was it like to be voted that by your fellow competitors? You know, you've really invested a lot of yourself and your time into this program. And then to receive that by your peers. Well, oh my gosh, I think I was a little bit embarrassed. I've made so many wonderful friends there. I've made so many good connections. And that was just like, that was such a joy. That was such like a little bit of an ego boost. I'm not going to lie, but like <laughs> I was so 
beyond honored that people thought of me in that way. So, I mean, that, that is my favorite part about this program. Like I said, you know, you make friends and it's, it's just wonderful to like have that community of knowledgeable horse people. And I was just very, very honored that they, they voted me. I was like, guys, oh my gosh, I'm blushing. <laughs> if you had to pitch HQC to a friend, convince them to participate, like wrap it all up together, what would you say? Oh, this is easy because I, I tell all the pony kids that are, aren't quite old enough to do it yet that they must do it. They have to do HQC. And they go, okay, Kylie, what is it? I'm like, it's a really wonderful, knowledgeable program where you're going to be tested on your horsemanship knowledge and you're going to learn so much. And then when you go to nationals, because you will go to nationals, you're going to take your written test. You're going to identify items in an ID room and you're going to take a practicum exam where you apply your horse knowledge to an actual horse. I guess if I had to wrap up the program like that, I would tell them what they're going to do without, you know, scaring them. But <laughs> it's really it's really not scary. Everyone there is just they're so nice and welcoming. You just come with the knowledge that you have and be open to learning and doing your best and you're going to have a great time. It's benefiting your time back at the barn and your time with your horse, but you don't have to fly your horse across the country to go to it and take your horse somewhere. It's something that you can participate in horseless, whether you have one or not, that's still so beneficial to your time in and out of the saddle. Absolutely. that And like, I've had the opportunity to go to some of the EAP clinics and like, those have been amazing too. But I think I learned the most at HQC for my horse. And you're right. Like you don't have to bring your horse. Probably the cheapest horse program that I've ever done, which is lovely. I love that. It's honestly one of the best things I've done for my horses. That knowledge will stick with you for a long time too. So typically we would wrap up with what we call the victory gallop, but we have some HQC trivia questions for you instead. Perfect. Yay. Okay. We'll start a little easy. What is a horse's normal resting heart rate? Okay, I always get this confused with respiration. I'm going to say, I'm going to dig in my brain, and my horsemanship quiz friends are going to make Kylie, you should know this right away. Heart rate is 12 to 24 beats per minute. 30 to 45. That's what I said. See, I told you I was going <laughs> to confuse it. Cut that out. I always mix that up, and I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I said 30 to 45. That's what I heard. How long is a horse's digestive system? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say 100 feet. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. How many cervical vertebrae are there? I'm going to say, yeah, seven. Seven. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. On fire. What is the first bone of the front leg all the way up at the top? Oh, I think you're going to get me on this one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How horrible, because I said my favorite subject was anatomy and I don't even know it. I'm going to guess, is it is it the radius? Up higher. Go up higher. The scapula? Yes. From top to bottom, the scapula is the first bone of the front leg. Oh, my God. I got it. Wow. That was a shot in the dark. You started just like a little low. <laughs> you started below the elbow. That's the thing. I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't done HGC. Their legs are very long. <laughs> I know. I feel like a lot of people think their legs start like right where we see it, which you were right, would be the radius. But it's up higher. It's up real high. Name two places you can give an intramuscular injection. Oh, the little triangle on their neck and mm -hmm. then their bum. Yep. 
Do you know the other two? I think you can give one in like their chest. Yeah. And then like on their their thigh. I'm going to say. Yeah, that's all of them. Neck, rump, thigh, and pectoral muscles of the chest. Boom. Be careful giving it in the rump. Changes in feed should be made over the course of how many days? I would do like 14 days. 10 to 14. Okay. That's pretty good. What kind of metal can be welded to shoes to increase traction? Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say aluminum, but I think that's wrong. Borium. Borium. I remember that flashcard too. Oh my goodness. I got to study again. (laughs) I think my horses literally have them on right now. I'm terrible. (laughs) That's why it's good. You got to keep doing it. Can you name two of the endocrine glands? Oh my gosh. Endocrine, that's, that secretes hormones. Mm-hmm. Pineal, that one. And then I'm going to say thyroid. Yeah. When was the first Nations Cup jumping team event held? What year? Oh my gosh. I was always bad at these. I'm going to say Shot in the Dark, 1984. Not far off. 1909. Okay. Okay, it was the 1900s. Yeah, <laughs> but you're only 80 years late. <laughs> I'm only 80 years off. I I always focused really hard on like the the like scary questions, like the anatomy stuff. Um, kind of put the history on the back burner. Can you guess where that was in 1909? I'm gonna. It feels like it was in Germany. Oh wait, no, no. Um, I'm gonna say Kentucky. You were closer when you were in Europe. London. London. Of course it was in London. What is a curb in relation to blemishes? So not a bit. Oh, right. A curb. I think like a, that's like a hard scab like on their hock or it's something on their hock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. It's like an inflammation or like tearing of a ligament at the back of the hock. Yeah, I knew the location. You were in the right area. It's something not good on their hog. (laughs) (laughs) That is all I have. You did pretty good. I didn't score, but I should have. You know what? I think my friends are going to watch this and be a little bit disappointed, but not surprised. So (laughs) it's all good. That was so good. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you. Of course. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Bye. The USHA Horsemanship Quiz Challenge and Adult Horsemanship Quiz Challenge are open for you to test your knowledge. Visit ushja.org hqc to prepare with a practice quiz and study guide. Then take two online quizzes to try for a spot at nationals. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of USHJA On Course. Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and follow us on social to stay up to date on everything USHJA.